Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm joined today with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox, and I'm Dr. Michael Perush with Cats Consultants. Troy, what's going on? Do we get hey. a question from the outside world today? I do. You know, we've talked an awful lot about breakout sessions, right? That session that you have with us that's, a, at, you know, no cost. It's just you talking to us, seeing if we're a fit for you and you're a fit for us because oh, yeah, we are those. we are somewhat selective about what we do because we are very client-centric as <clears throat> we talked about in our last podcast. So I had somebody ask and I thought now's a good time to pop this question because it, it was asked a month or so ago. Um, so Mark from Iowa wanted to know, what is one of those breakout sessions like? Is it, you know, and people are somewhat honest in emails. I love it because people aren't afraid when they're behind a screen. He goes, is this just a big sales pitch for cats or, you know, for 45 minutes, like, you you know, like you, you go on one of those timeshare things, or is this the real deal? Am I actually going to learn a couple of things about my practice? And, and, and we're going to talk about what would actually work for me. So well, if you, I think it's a great question. It is a great question. I'm I'm laughing because if you think it's a sales call, here's how I end every one of them. You know, if you think we could ever be of help to you, let us know. You've got my email address now. You've probably got my cell phone number because that's probably how we talked. Just mm-hmm. keep it in your phone. If you ever want to come to a seminar or something, just let me know. And it was great talking to you. I, if that's sales, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're about as we're about as laid back as it comes. I mean, you and I have gone to seminars before where we're promoting cats and we usually stand around talking to docs. We don't even I don't even know that we talk a ton about cats. Well, we're we're probably the worst salesman on the planet, but we're concerned about you and we're concerned about your practices. So I think we have plenty of people that want to join us because they get what we do. Exactly. Yeah, I I like your idea. So. Um, okay. We'll so do a little mock-up on it. Why don't you, why don't you set a scenario here? Yeah. Are you, are you the client? I'm the client. I'm calling okay. in. I, I know nothing <clears throat> about cats and, and I'll let you start the phone call and then I'll answer your questions. We can kind of just do about 10 minutes worth. I mean, it's a 45 minute call, so we get pretty in depth, but maybe we'll dive into a couple of sections that we typically see. Okay. That sounds good. So Troy, it's it's great to meet you and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about your practice today. Now, you got our email a few days ago when you scheduled the call about what to Mm -hmm. bring to the call. So were you able to gather some of that information? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm I'm pretty excited to be here. Great. So this will be exciting. We're just going to kind of dive in here a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, 45 minutes may not be enough to truly overly analyze your practice, but Let's see what we come up with and and let's see where we're going with this. So number one, how long have you been in practice? I've been in practice through about six years. Okay. That's important because there are stages of practice life that Mm -hmm. involve different things, different problems, different issues. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. Now on, I, I don't care how you tell me this, a daily, weekly, monthly basis, about how many patient visits do you see? So I'm, I'm seeing 20 to 25 patient visits a day. And I, I have okay. been for probably about three years. Okay. When you say 20 to 25, is it 20 or is it 25 or is it 23 and a half? Yeah, it's probably closer to 20 than it is 25. Okay. Very good. No problem. I just like to know I'm a pretty mm-hmm. specific guy. I like black and white. Right. How many staff members do you have? I have two. Okay. What do they do? So I have one that does front desk and insurance and I have a full-time therapist as well. 
Okay. The first one, how long they've been with you? Uh, so one of them has been with me about six months now, and, and I've actually had about four different therapists. Okay. Uh, and, and is that and, the one that's been there six months? Yeah. Yeah. She's been there for okay. six months. Now the, the front desk, uh, uh, she has been with me for four and a half years. Okay. And so and she's been around for a while. Does she do a good job? I think she does a good job. I'm not sure what I've got going on with the therapist position. I just can't seem keep, seem to keep people around. Okay. Does the therapist position stay busy during the day? Uh, you know, some, maybe it's sometimes because I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit too involved because I think sometimes when I'm not busy, I tend to go back and maybe get a little too involved in the therapy. I've kind of wondered about that because I don't just send the patient back. I usually go back, you know, I know my patients really well. And sometimes we want to just sit and talk for a while. Okay. And so I'll go back to therapy with them. Okay. So when you do that, do you think that harms your capacity? In other words, could you have seen another patient or two during that time you were talking? You know, I don't know because I, I really only schedule a patient one about every 20 minutes as it okay. is, because by the time I get them adjusted and get therapy on them, I can only see about three an hour at that rate. Okay. I'm going to come back to that because there's a little okay. bit to unpack there. I want to go back to staff here for just a second. All right. Is it possible, Troy, that you've had turnover in that therapy position because maybe they feel they, your staff feel like you kind of watch over them a little too much, or maybe they haven't had enough training. Talk to me about your training. Well, training wise, I just kind of show them how the equipment works and, and then I'll walk in and say, okay, let's put it on this setting and use it on this area. Um, so I don't know that it's so much training is just direction when okay. I go in and, and then I do the same thing, like with STEM, if I come in, I tell them what setting to put it on and what area to put it on. Okay. And I'm usually right there to make sure that they do it the right way. And the type of person that you're hiring there, are they experienced? Oh, no, no. They're usually, usually young and inexperienced. Okay. And what does that position pay? Uh, right now we're paying 12 an hour. Okay. Let's go to your front desk person here for just a okay. second. You said they have been... Uh, with you for about four and a half years. Mm -hmm. That that's great. Um, and they do front desk billing insurance. Yeah, front desk billing and insurance. I mean, okay. very very important person in my practice. Okay. I, I feel like is this person efficient? Mm, I don't know that she's super efficient, but I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm a little bit over a barrel. I don't know how to bill insurance. Okay. No problem. Um, she does. Um, don't. Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I pay her a pretty premium price. What do you, too, what do you pay her? That. Well, I'm paying her 27 an hour right now because. Okay. And how many hours uh, does she work? Uh, she, well, she, she gets paid for 40 hours. She negotiated that with me, but she typically only works about 32, 33 hours. Sometimes I think she says she's working from home and I don't know for sure if that happens, but I just feel like that it's kind of one of those deals where she's got some knowledge that I don't. And so I'm really, I'm almost afraid to say anything. Okay. I mean, if, if I'm honest about it, I'm afraid to say anything to her because she does bill the insurance, do the, I mean, she does a lot and I, and I'm, I'm so I'm nervous about, you know, 
confronting her about Mm -hmm. maybe being a little bit more efficient. And usually I'm kind of forward about that stuff, but I'm a little Mm -hmm. conservative with her. And that's okay, Trey. I appreciate you being honest. And I hear that a lot. So a couple of the questions about the front desk. I'm assuming that you're a mix of cash, insurance, Medicare? Yes, yes. Yeah, probably. Medicaid? Any any no, Medicaid? No Medicaid in the in the state I'm in. No. Okay. Do you do PI and work comp? Yes, we do do PI and work comp. Okay. Let me ask you one question about the front office or back office, depending on how you're, you're mm-hmm. set up. Do is that part of the office? Is it messy and cluttered, or is it neat and tidy? <laughs> There's stuff everywhere back there. I mean, we're we're always trying to get paid on stuff, and there's paper. I, I'm afraid to touch the desk back there. So, so, so our our gal that does the front desk and the insurance, she kind of has a front area, and then she has a back area where she makes insurance calls and stuff. And we're, you know, that area is kind of her area. I mean, it, it. Yeah, there's 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 paperwork everywhere, and I'm not <clears> sure what all. There's a lot of sticky notes and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. stuck there. And I, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not sure sometimes what all's going on. So I'm afraid to touch it. Understood. Um, so let me ask you a couple of questions about your stats. What's your AR look like? That, that'd be your, your accounts receivable. What, oh, okay. What, Thanks what for you've clarifying built, that. Not a problem. What you've billed out, but not yet collected. Hmm. Any idea? That's a good question. I mean, every once in a while, I kind of take a peek to make sure that we're not like you know, crazy. Like if the checking account starts going down some, I mean, I'll take a look at the AR and, and, and tell Bobby Sue that she needs to, you know, maybe get on the horn and see if we can't try to get some collecting going on. Um, Cause I got a, I mean, I got boat and truck payments to make. So, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I handle AR. I mean, I don't get real crazy with it. I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge numbers guy. Okay. Not a problem. Again, you're the doctor. You're supposed to be focused on patients. I get that. Sure. Tell me about your services. So in other words, how much are you billing each month and how much are you collecting each month? Again, just on average. You know, again, that's kind of the checking account looks pretty good. I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to it. A couple of times I have given away probably too many services. Okay. And as a result, Bobby Sue came back to me and she said, Hey, you know, she's kind of looking at the numbers a little bit. And she says, you know, doc, you got a lot of expenses here and you know, you didn't really bring in that much this week. You're down from what you were, you know, two, three months ago. And I'll start noticing that I got a lot of people that come in with some pretty sad cases and, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about them and and doing some hardships on them. And I'm not even sure what the rules are on those hardships. I mean, I've heard, that you can just, as long as they sign a piece of paper that says hardship on it, you know, basically I can charge whatever I want. So sometimes I just charge five or 10 bucks for a patient to come in. Understood. Understood. <clears throat> Some of those old procedures are hard to get away from. So, the, and those are things that we can help you with. If you decide you want to be a member of ours, mm-hmm. any, I, any idea, any thought ballpark, what do you collect a month? Oh gosh. Um, Let's see. 15,000, 18,000, 20. Oh, well, maybe about, uh, you know, we don't, we don't really charge a lot for therapy. A lot of times I just wave that. Okay. And just, I, I don't worry about, so a lot of, you know, 12, 13,000, a lot of times is probably a pretty good month for us. Okay. How many patient visits do you typically see a month? 
So, yeah. So, so we see, I would say 260, 270 is probably a pretty good number. Um, we do have quite a few new patients that come into our practice. So, I mean, you know, I might get, I might get 30, 40 new patients in a month and I don't even really advertise a whole lot, but again, a lot of times I, I, you know, I'll see those patients two or three visits and then I don't see them again. And so my retention on new patients doesn't seem to be real good either. Okay. And and I think that's really my problem. I just, to me, what I'm thinking is you just need to give me some advertising ideas, maybe a flyer or a Facebook ad I could put out there to where I could get more new patients that way. If, if, because it looks like my retention is about 15% on my new patients, that number (laughs) I do know. And so if I could get like 60 new patients a month, I think I could grow my practice if I retained 15% of those. What size town are you in? Oh, 3,000 people. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a little nugget before we go on here. Uh, This is a little free tip. Yeah. Work on fixing your retention before you load in more new patients. Oh, really? Yeah. Now here's, here's my next question. I'm just going to let you mold that one over for a little bit. All right. My next question. Here's my next question. Do you know what your expenses are per month? Well, I mean my truck payment and my boat payment together about 2,800. Okay. Oh, you, oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about like your practice. Oh gosh. I don't know. My, my rent is salaries and everything. Yeah. I don't, man, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I mean, my, my, you know. So if I asked you what your profit point is, we might have to dig around for the numbers. What's a profit point. What what do you mean by that? What exactly is that? You know, this is, this is good job, Troy, actually. Okay. We're going to stop right here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to stop right there. what what's really bad is you guys. Some people are going to get in on the middle of this conversation and think that's my practice, and I'm and I'm coaching <laughs> no, you guys or advising you guys. But that was a very good mock up, and those are some of the answers that not everybody. Some people come in with a clear cut, delineated plan, and they want us to help them achieve that plan. Other people come in and they really are kind of in trouble, and they're they're out at sea, and their mast broke off their sailing boat. And they're just floating around it. And that was the guy that I tried to portray. I don't have a clue as to what's going on, but I'm not making as much money and seeing as many patients as I want. So it's funny. We call those, we call those breakthrough calls and we probably ought to call them realization calls. Yeah. Sometimes because I, I think a lot of doctors come to the realization that, wow, I'm not really paying maybe as close attention to everything right? the way I should, you know, I'm tracking the four or five stats that the profession's always tracked, but am I really analyzing the business? Am I really training my staff? Am I really up to compliance? Do I have any clue what my staff is even doing? You know, and and you notice I asked a couple of questions there and you can probably pick up on it. Like, like is that part of the office cluttered and messy? Well, if it is, then the procedures are cluttered and messy. And which means you probably have stuff falling through the cracks. So the whole point of this exercise, which I think was a good one is not only to see how in depth we get, but how much you can realize out of your practice in just a 45 minute conversation with a good coach. 
and and yeah. how much we can glean out of it if you know the questions to ask. Now, are you ready to put your feet to the fire is the question, because the thing is, is you are going to get asked questions that are tough to answer. Mm-hmm. You may not have followed your practice as well as you should have. You may not have your finger on the button all the time. Which is we're fine. There's judging. no judgment from us. No, we're just trying to tell you uh, or, or gather what we need to do to maybe make a few minor changes that make major changes in your practice. Right. And some of them are minor and some of them are major. Mm-hmm as far as changes go. Yeah. And you know, the, the thing is at the end of the day, um, the information you tell us, if you act on it and get some help with it, whether it's from us or somebody else, I don't care. That's up to you. Cause at the end of the day, you can either walk away and still have the practice that you have, or you can have a practice that you're making changes on, or you can have the practice of your dreams. And yeah. it, it's really your choice. And at the end of that same day, if you decide not to become a member, okay, my, the end of my day is still the same. So yeah, this is why we enjoy helping doctors. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about what we get out of it. It's about what we get to give back to you. And so if even just in a 45 minute call, if we give you some jewels and nuggets, as I call them, um, mm-hmm. t- to help you and give you something to think about when you walk away from the call. Great. If you decide you want to be a member, great. If you decide you want to be a member though, success doesn't happen by accident. There's going to be some blood, sweat, and tears as we dig into your practice and really find out what's happening in that practice. I've seen practices that bring in a boatload of cash, but they're not profitable. Mm-hmm. I've seen practices who have new patients coming in by the boatload mm-hmm. and they're not profitable. I've seen practices have four and five associates and see thousands of patient visits every month, but they're not profitable. They're just yeah. going through the exercise of going to work every day and trying to cram as much as they possibly can in. And as long as they're checking, account has positive balance in it. They're not looking at the rest of it. Sometimes ladies and gentlemen, doctors, sometimes you got to open the hood and look inside. And even if you don't know what's going on, if you've got a great mechanic there with you, you can diagnose the problem. And when you diagnose the problem, guess what? That car, that motor, that engine, that boat, whatever it might be, might run for many more years with a lot of great performance, but if yeah, you we, let uh, it go, what's going to happen? You throw a rod, yeah, we, you throw a piston and it, you're done. We coined a phrase, I think probably 20 plus years ago. And, uh, <laughs> on a cocktail it, napkin, <laughs> we coined it walking out of a restaurant and we were talking about our practices. And instead of, you know, they always used to say the phrase back in the early two thousands, late nineties was it's all good in the hood. We always said it was, it's all good under the hood. You know, when we look at our practices and we look at the engine (laughs) that runs that it's all good under the hood. So I'm going to tell you, that's why we're patient centric. Very important because when we do these interviews with you over 45 minutes, we're going to learn a lot about your practice and some of it, you're going to wish we hadn't asked the question at the time. You'll be happy later. But then the next step is when rubber meets the road. 
we can't make you go all the way to the destination of fantastic dream practice, but we can definitely point you and give you good direction to go there. And the choice then becomes yours. And we've seen some road bumps. We've we've seen people hit a log in the middle of the highway and get stuck for six months. And then they finally grind through that log and they go, you know what? I'm ready to move forward again. And so some of it's in steps and stages, but we have an expectation of our clients. If you're going to give us money to help you, we're going to drive you. We're going to tell you what needs to be done and we're not going to candy coat it because this is your practice and this is your money. We want you to be successful. You're prepared to work. Yep. Yep. You have to work for it. This was good. I, I, I enjoyed yep. this. I almost got carried away and thought I was really doing a 45 minute session. <laughs> well, and, and of course, for those of you that maybe live in a small town and maybe you're, and maybe your gal that works for you is named Bobby Sue. We, you know, it's, it's kind of like in the movies, this is a fictional piece. I was just coming up with some names. I live in a small town too. So, you know, it, part of it was true. I live in a small town. The rest of it was not true. That's funny. That's funny. But, and the, the story about good in the hood and coining yeah, that phrase as a true story. <laughs> I was walking out of a restaurant in Kansas city and Kansas we'll never city. forget that. That's yep. right. <laughs> All right, Troy, that was fun. Yeah, that and, was great. Uh, everybody out there, hope you enjoyed it too. Seriously. If you want to schedule a 45 minute breakthrough session with me, um, jump on catsconsultants.com top right corner, schedule a consult, jump on my calendar. Uh, we're going to send you a list of stuff to bring to the call and uh, let's have some fun. Let's talk about your practice because that's what we do. So yep. from all of us here at Cats Consultants, thank you for joining the Casey Carapult's podcast. And on behalf of Joy and I, we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>